Here we go with another relaxing podcast at the cottage just north of Menominee. It's coffee at the cottage. We got Emily as always with us. Scott with you here as well and a great guest as always. Emily, as we sit here at the, the cottage right now, it's uh, it's winter time. There's snow on the ground. It's still beautiful, though, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. I love it. Um, it's relaxing. It's kind of like in the winter, it's it's <laughs> tranquil. Um, today, I have our mayor of Menominee, Randy Knack, and... Um, I wanted him to do a podcast to review 2022, and I, I referenced it as the good, the bad, and the ugly, because that's pretty much summarizes Menominee from 2022. So um, I took the opportunity that I had and read through all the minutes for the year to, to study different things that were... Um, I think rather big items. So let's start out, um, Randy. Yes. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, Scott. Hey, it's well. It's fun to be here, out here at the cabin. Thank you, Emily, for the invite. I think we'll just touch on the good and leave the bad and the ugly out this morning. Good luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, there goes that idea. Yep. Um, you know, the first thing that I saw in the January minutes was the grant for Project Hope that you and the chief were presented with. And I just, I mean, I believe in that project so much and I just wanted an update on it. Great. Well, uh, our chief of police, Eric Atkinson, has been amazing and very instrumental on putting Project Hope together. And Project Hope is um, uh, a great thing for not only Menominee, but the surrounding communities in that it helps with those individuals that want help to get away from meth uh, and uh, you know and, and other hardcore drugs and it gives them an opportunity to uh, avoid going to jail and all the the downfalls that that type of drug brings to a person's life and lifestyle and it's really gotten momentum in fact um the chief and I are going down to Pierce County tomorrow, Friday, um, for you viewers out there or listeners, and we're going to be talking to Pierce County about getting involved in Project Hope and uh, uh, surrounding counties as well, Eau Claire County, Chippewa County, Pierce County, Barron County, St. Croix County, and many others to follow. So, And we've also presented it to the governor, and uh, we would like to have Project Hope go statewide. Wow, and that's wonderful. Yeah, I think it is, and uh, with... The funding that's now in place, it's um, very feasible that we can make a huge difference in our community and the surrounding areas. So we're really excited for Project Hope to, to stay moving forward and, and uh, help a lot of folks that need the help they, you know, yeah. in our community. Yeah, That's great. Glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah, fun project. Yeah. Um, now, there were so many opinions about the upgrade of Stout Road. <laughs> um, and I, I think there's still some. I think it's great. Um, why did you do it? Uh, okay, well, here's how it all came down. Um, Mr. Eide and uh, Lil Prangy and uh, staff members said that there's grant monies available for a major project, and uh, we're looking at Stout Road as a possible project. And, uh, well, we debated back and forth, but it was about almost $2 million worth of, of, of money that we were um, able to uh, to get for that project. And I know it was, uh, you know, turning that 
that road from a two lane each direction to a one lane with, uh, you know, they call it a twiddle when you can turn into having turning lanes and so forth was a little bit, um, well, wasn't always uh, the greatest idea um, that we thought that could be, but then how do you turn down $2 million? And so the state uh, said that what we could do is we could, as long as we kept those turning lanes in place for two years, and if it didn't work out, we could repaint the lines and still keep the road, you know, the two, $2 million worth of roads. So we thought, well, okay, for two years, I think we can live with it. Uh, if it's a bad idea, I guess we'll just have to uh, chalk it up to experience and uh, repaint the road in two years. But that being said, now after the, the project's been completed, I've actually gotten more positives, even from people that said negatives about it initially, than we did it, um, negatives. Because uh, number one is the people that live along that road, it's quieter. Uh, it's easier for them to uh, get across one or two lanes of traffic rather than four lanes of traffic. Uh, <coughs> it's um, supposed to be helpful for the businesses. And uh, I think it slowed people down just a little bit because otherwise you had one fast person that was in one of the lanes going 40 miles an hour while the other one was 25. And uh, so I think it, it's probably a good thing, but I was a little apprehensive to start with whether we should do it or not. But uh, I think in the end result, the $2 million was well spent. Um, in my opinion, I like it because if you're in the left-hand lane before and someone wanted to turn left, you didn't, I mean, you waited for a while. And this way, they just move over in the middle lane and cross mm -hmm. over. I think it's much safer. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a, a perfect, uh, it's not a perfect scenario, but I know that people living along that road have uh, expressed mm -hmm. a, a thank you. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, a neighborhood that's happy. Ah, I like the happy neighborhoods. <laughs> um, Wonderland Hockey Rink. Mm -hmm. um, do you, now, the team, the hockey team went to state this year. Oh, yes. Yep. And um, I know that many times the, I would see where the hockey team had reserved that skating rink to practice. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that that helped? them go oh. to state you know what um <laughs> i hope so uh, you know it's the camaraderie of the kids and the parents and it's a little different atmosphere than going to you know a skating area where it's a you know professional surface and you know the the parents aren't really out there on the ice with the kids and the the families aren't there but on one in winter wonderland um you know it's it's really brought families and community people together in a in an old-fashioned way where the kids are out skating and the moms and dads are sitting around the fire pit and the younger kids are out sliding on the hills and it's really been a, a you know a great investment for the community and Jake Ferrara has uh, done a great job uh, you know managing it and it takes a lot of the onus off the city and in fact the city is just now starting to make ice on their rinks and we've had ice at uh our rinks for oh a better part of a couple months oh, now yeah and well the city crews get really busy yep. and about the time that they're going to make ice the weather doesn't cooperate so um so there's been a lot of skaters down a lot of families down it's just been a good thing i think for the community you know it takes so long to flood that rink. I remember you telling me that you were down there flooding the rink for five hours. Well, it does. Well, In the middle of the night. Right, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Well, that's usually when we go down. We go yep. down around midnight, or one or so in the morning, uh, because that's our coldest temperatures, and we don't have any skaters, of course. But then it also allows it to set up uh, and harden before the mm -hmm. next morning when the skaters show up. So right. 
typically we've got a fella that that comes down andrew is an amazing ice maker and he comes down quite often at night and i go down to be his, his hose man or to help him with the fire hose and um, we've got a fire hydrant uh 100 feet from the rink so that really helps in the in the city menominee um we got some old fire hoses and so we flood with wow. fire hoses and, but it takes about four hours to take the snow off and flood it uh typically mm -hmm. uh even a light snow you know you've got two three yeah. hours of taking the snow off another hour or two to, to flood it so but it's just a good program and, and a lot of volunteers are helping out uh jeff peterson my right hand man my brother don uh jake and his crew and so there's five, six of us that uh, that are constantly working on it. But I think you could always use volunteers. Oh, we always could use <laughs> volunteers, yes. Anybody wants to volunteer, uh, go talk to Jake up at Integrity Auto, and uh, he'll help you out, uh, put you to work if you want to be a volunteer. Um, stepping stones. Mm -hmm. um, I remember seeing where you and the director of Stepping Stones went and met with the governor and i think you got like 1.4 million dollars 1.4 million dollars it was a big check in fact oh, i yeah. thought i didn't know that they had checks that were three feet long but i guess the bigger <laughs> the number the bigger the check but uh no that's pretty exciting it was um money's available and uh um dunn county uh wasn't really all thrilled about doing all the paperwork uh for um for the project and and um padre from stepping stones called called the mayor's office and I talked to Lowell, our administrator, and Lowell says, well, it's a big job, but if you want to tackle it, we can tackle it. And I says, it's up to you, Lowell. You're going to do the paperwork. And Lowell says, well, we can handle it. And uh, Lowell and Randy Idy and Padre put the, the numbers all together. And by golly, we got a $1.4 million grant for Stepping Stones. And that's, that's fabulous. Huge. Yes. Yeah, it's that's a good organization. It is. Um, big win. A big win. Ellsworth Creamery opened. <laughs> ah, yes. Now, it's my understanding, someone told me this, that um, you were instrumental in talking with them mm -hmm. and selling them advertising mm -hmm. through your company. Mm -hmm. And... Um, well, that's how it goes, you know. Got them interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Uh, Dan Osterman, too, was very instrumental. Yes. And, and other people from uh, Greater Menominee Development Corps and so forth. But it just so happens that sometimes when I'm out making a sales call for my business, Connects Advertising, we, uh, you know, we're talking story. One thing leads to another about them coming to a new location. And uh, pretty soon they're, they're interested. And uh, voila, we have Ellsworth Creamery in town. So... Uh, a big plus, you know, and that's a lot of times I'm not out really being the mayor. I'm out just being Randy Kanak. I know. And then somehow the conversation comes up that aren't you the mayor or something strange like right, that. Right. And then the storyline just kind of changes. And pretty soon we're talking about something that that's pretty fun and exciting for Menominee. Good. Good. Herbert Heating. Another one. Yes. Another win. Right. Well, you know, in different ways of looking at that, I know um, um, they were looking for a location. Uh, all over and they actually came to us but another one of my customers uh, and so um, it's you know it's, it's competition for some of the other um, you know heating and, and air conditioning places in town and but the problem we have is you can't decipher you know you can't stop business from moving forward because of competition oh, I agree uh, so you know hats off we have a we have great uh, businesses here that offer those services but having Hurlburt here um, I know they were moving out of Durand and they've got other locations also um, you know I think it's a, again a plus for the community in, in certain ways. Now it seems to me there was some kind of a plan already in place that I think Dan Osterman was instrumental in developing it or getting it developed it was a um, hmm. Home Sweet Menominee? 
oh. the plan for for Hurlbert oh. was already designed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yep. the virtual spec building. Yes. And a virtual spec building is basically um, the plans and blueprints and everything else are all laid out. And uh, so um, and we've got gold shovel, what's considered gold shovel lots in their industrial park. That means that they're they're ready to go. So within mm -hmm. six months, you can have a building up and uh, instead of a year or two years out for all the planning and everything else that takes place, within a few months, you can be in a new building and be set and ready to go. So that's uh, called the virtual spec building. Uh, instead of building an actual building and making modifications that don't quite fit the expectations of a future uh, uh, you know, prospect for that building, here it's a, uh, you know, they can make the changes they need in a virtual Fashion. Nice, very, very clever. Very creative, very, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I give the the uh, Greater Menominee Development Corps all the credit for that. Dan, Dan Osterman yep. and, and yep. all those people are... Um, I think the city misses him. Well, we do, yeah. And when yeah. In his leadership role, he did right. a great job. Yes. And you were re-elected. I was re-elected, yes, this year. So that was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's always nice to be re-elected. Uh, I've got a few more good things I want to do for the community. And then I think I'll have met most all of my goals. Um I started out with, I think, uh, 12 or 15 goals initially. And um, over the last 12, almost 14 years soon, it um, I think most of my goals have been accomplished. Uh, you know, some of the things that you wouldn't think much of, but <coughs> everything takes so much time. You know, the dredging it's on government. Lake... Oh government. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> bureaucracy. But the dredging on lake um, on the lake with in three different locations with uh, Wolski's Bay and now not... Uh, gassing off and not smelling anymore. That was uh, one of my yes. lead lead projects. Uh, that was great. And I'm so sure the neighbors. Oh my goodness. Love it. Yeah, the neighbors around Wolski's Bay and the North Menominee loves it too because oh, when people yes. it doesn't smell. Yes. That's a big that's a big plus. So and if you look back on some of the other um, projects, you know, it seems like everything takes five years. No matter what I do, it takes five years. So I told my wife, you know, you're lucky I'm blowing snow this morning. Otherwise, it's probably normally five years for the mayor <laughs> for the mayor to get anything done. You know, I you're brave, <laughs> uh, right? But you know, in going back to some of those goals, you know, the city Menominee welcome signs that was a big project that took five that years, was, and they're beautiful. They work out really well. Yeah. We got a lot of compliments on those, yeah. and um, and the bridge across the Red Cedar River uh, that was uh, grant monies that we were able to use, and and that oh. took. Extending the trail? Uh, yep, in both directions. The uh, one, sure. the old railroad bridge across yep, I-94 yep. and the uh, trail across the Red Cedar River. Uh, those were big projects. Uh, the meth project, uh, you know, Project Hope taking off. Uh, the wayfinding signs down Tom and Omni. The yellow flashing beacons down by Stout mm -hmm. and the crosswalk beacons. Uh, that was another big project. Um, the next big project, one of my goals that I haven't accomplished yet that I'm working on is the um, small home village. <laughs> it's not a tiny home but it's affordable ho housing. And that takes five years. It, it seems like it's been, oh, I've been at it for at least five years, exactly. <laughs> You're funny, Emily. <laughs> what is ARPA? ARPA. ARPA is money that comes from the federal government that can be spent on community projects and or community uh, development things. Um, so we did apply for a lot of ARPA monies um, and we got a fair amount of money in. What's and a fair amount of money? Oh, I think we've got, well, I, you know, I don't know the exact number, um, but uh, about a million and a half dollars or so. Wow. So we're looking at doing new playground equipment in the parks is one of the issues that we're looking at. Maybe, a, you know, four or $500,000 worth of playground equipment um, and anything else that's community-based or community-minded 
uh, that's where that money would go. So if it's something that serves the community in a broad sense, uh, that's where we, we would want to spend that money. I was happy to see that the museum got 20000 to help with their um, solar panels. Solar panels. Mm -hmm. yeah, Melissa, that was cool. Yeah, Melissa up at the uh, Rossback mm -hmm. Museum, Heritage Museum up there, um, she's doing a great job, and, and they've got good staff. And, and it was in her head to um, help the museum be more... Um, what do they call it? Energy efficient. Energy efficient. Thank you. And so with that, uh, they looked into solar panels and they um, did a fundraiser and they, they raised about $100,000 on their own. Uh, and the city put $20,000, I believe, yep. into it. Uh, and they're just about met their goal of $160,000 yeah. or whatever it is to uh, be almost totally off the grid. Um. I think 10000 to Evergreen Cemetery. I just have some of them. Yeah. But really cool stuff as well is um, things for the uh, fire department and um, the rescue people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was, I was really happy to see that. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got, uh, you know, about, uh, well, about almost 30 firefighters, but... They're servicing a hundred calls a day sometimes. Oh in, yeah! In EMS emergencies, they the are ambulances amazing. they're running all the time, yep. and they're doing a great job up there. And we're looking actually, we're looking now for about four new firefighters, EMS workers. So if you know anybody out there that uh, wants really? to come to Menominee and be a firefighter or EMS, what's the starting wage there? Do you oh, know? You, you know, I don't know right yeah. off, but it's more than but it's I, very it's more than I make. That's for sure. <laughs> probably more than I make. Well, too. way more than you make it. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now. One of the things that I think was an accomplishment um, was getting the governor here. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to be a part of that, um, where he spoke. And um, yeah, the governor actually has been here a number of times. Uh, we're working on different projects. Um, I'm talking to the governor currently um, about lake cleanup, mm -hmm. how to get it funded. Yes and how to make things happen in Wisconsin, um, you know, on a broad spectrum, and talking to him also about Project Hope and getting that at the state level. And he's on board. Uh, we had uh, two conversa three, three conversations over the phone now, I believe, and uh, talking to the governor about initiating uh, statewide Project Hope, and then where to find the monies for, of course, our uh, water and our lakes and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so we're working on different projects together in a, in a positive fashion. That's great that you have a good relationship with our governor. Yeah, no, I think it is. I, you know, I, I try to be very um, congenial. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, when it comes to, um, you know, being, um, you know, front and center on, mm -hmm. hey, you know, let's talk about this project and, and let's work on something that, that works good for everybody. And, and I think that's what it, the, the name of the game really is what's good for everybody. How can we make improvements? Yeah. What can we do good for our communities? And I, I know you well enough to know that you want everything to hmm. Mayberry. <laughs> it is kind of <laughs> kinda like Mayberry. It was funny the other night, a lady came down and she was at uh, Wolski's Bay Island um, down there. We got it all lit up with uh, Christmas lights and, and skating for the kids and such. And, and around the island came a sleigh. Jeff Peterson made a bunch of sleighs. And around the island came a sleigh pulling two little kids. And in the uh, pulling the sleigh was a, a pretty good-sized dog. 
and it oh down under the bridge it went and I like oh look at that he says and I said to the lady standing there he says oh that's my kids and I says you know I heard of a one horse open sleigh but I've never heard of a one dog open sleigh he says oh my gosh mayor this is like a little piece of Hallmark down here. It is. And it really is kind of cool. You know, it's interesting because I know some teenage boys that are down there every day. Mm -hmm. One is Cage Sorensen. Mm -hmm. um, and they are down there playing hockey or whatever. They absolutely love it. And to have a 16-year-old group of um, young men mm -hmm. down there. Mm -hmm. is wonderful well you know it's a it's a way out of the house it's a way off the computer and away from <clears throat> all these gids yep. gadgets and and it's bringing families and kids and giving them something to do and and you know we have uh loaner skates thank you emily by the way for You're funding welcome. our loaner skate program You're welcome. i forget to thank you sometimes but we have loaner skates down there that if anybody comes down to wolski's bay island they can uh borrow uh, loaner skates and skate around and put them back. And uh, and Emily, I, I know your firm, um, American Edge, uh, funded that project last year for us. So thank you very much for that. And uh, it was awesome. So Yeah. Um, so I don't want to spend a lot of time about this, but the city did have a black eye. Oh, ouch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, when a city council rep um, mistreated the police officers. Ah, yes. And I'm... Um, well, here's how I'll touch on that. Okay. Uh, we all make mistakes. Yep. And, uh, you know, sometimes when we do things that we aren't, we shouldn't necessarily, uh, there are consequences, and I'm sure that the consequences have, have played out. Um, I know this individual quite well. He's, he's, a, he's a good guy overall. He is. But, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, things happen, and, and you know, you just got to deal with the consequences, and... Uh, that being said, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of forward movement on on looking at those kind of situations. And I think it teaches all of us a lesson that mm -hmm. when you're in a, a leadership role or when you are in a situation, you know, you're you're almost held to a, a step above uh, and it, you really got to be cautious. You know, I, when I'm downtown, I, you know, I'm cautious on what I say and who I talk to. And, uh, you know, it's 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 hard to really um well, you should be somewhat of a role model. Well, you need to be a role model. Mm -hmm. And people look up to the fact that if you make a mistake, you're going to be held accountable for that mistake <coughs> in a bigger way than some yep. others. And yeah. so, you know, it's it's unfortunate. But I think uh, moving on, uh, you know, it's a lesson for all of us. I think it's a lesson for all of us, too. Yep. It's a, you know, I'm glad it's over. Yep. Yep. Um, so you moved to the first floor, oh the office. Oh, my goodness, yes. We moved down from our penthouse suite I know. at City Hall down to first floor. I was against the move, but now it's working out fine. And, and, and we, you know, the city of Menominee bought that building, the old city courthouse, as City Hall now, um, from the county. And uh, we just love it. And what a good move for the city. Um, you know, uh, as far as the economics go, uh, we've got the building primarily rented out, uh, for the most part, uh, to nonprofits and some others. But... Um, you know, the, um, <coughs> excuse me, the, uh, overall building is in pretty good shape. Uh, I know there's going to be some following expenses in a few years. However, I think it's nice to keep city hall downtown and, and centralized mm -hmm. and people know where we are. So, uh, you know, if you got to, you know, come on down, pay your water bill or, or, uh, want to stop in and see the mayor, my door is always open for anybody. Uh, we're right next to Wilson Park with the band shell. And come on down mm. to City Hall and at least say hi, if nothing else. Now, one of the things that you really have a feather in your hat about, <coughs> excuse me, real estate tax decrease. Yay! <laughs> yes. 
Well, you know, I give uh, all the credit to really Lowell Prangy and Randy ID and the staff um, and, and, and the budgets for um, the supervisors because they all work within those budgets and they're all trying to shave those budgets to the minimal amounts. And the city is operating very well financially. Uh, we closed a TID down and, uh, you know, that helped. Um, we had $100 million worth of growth <coughs> in the last 10 years. Uh, in the industrial park and the city of Menominee. So you put all those together and uh, one thing t leads to another and uh, we were able to lower taxes in the city of Menominee. In fact, uh, overall, I think the tax bill um, came down almost a dollar uh, per 100,000. Yeah, that was nice when I went to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, so it's, <laughs> it was all good. Our mill rate is, is uh, in, it's dropping, it's in good shape. Now, the city has had such an amazing relationship with Mabel Tainter for so many years. And there seems to be a little, hmm, I'm just going to say friction. And, and they, you know, it's my understanding that they changed the bylaws and took away the voting rights for the city council rep. Um, in turn, your council supported you in a letter that you wrote um, to Mabel talking about, well, we need to get that voting right back for our rep. And until then, we're withholding our dollars. Yes. That's Where a, is that out today? Okay. Well, yeah, you know, um, sometimes uh, not everybody uh, agrees or plays nice in the sandbox. You might, somebody might throw their toys around. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we had our city council rep um, uh, serving on the Mabel Tainer board and uh, they changed the bylaws so that it would take the voting rights away from the city council rep. Uh, in turn, I didn't agree with that and uh, thought, well, you know what, if you're going to want to uh, be that way, then I think that we'll just withhold the $60,000 worth of subsidy that, that Mabel normally gets. Um, sent them a letter. They in turn sent us a, a response back saying that, mm, yes, we'd like to have the $60,000 and so we'll reinstate the voting rights for the city council member. It was a pretty crispy letter. Um, I was able to get it from, s not you, but someone else. And I was shocked at the lack of respect. Um, well, you know, there, I, <laughs> I don't know how to touch on that one. We can move on. How's that? How's that? <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah, I, I, uh, I try to play, uh, I try to give kid gloves whenever I can. And I know that there's sometimes, uh, not everybody always agrees, but I think in this case, the city was uh, forthcoming in uh, handling it, how we handled it. And I think uh, it'll all work out <coughs> in the future. Christmas lights at Wolski Bay. Oh, oh my God. People are loving Wolski Bay Island. I don't think anybody even knew it was an island. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a super treat. Uh, some volunteers from uh, 3M and around the community helped to put the uh, Christmas lights up uh, last year, and then we carried the tradition on and added um, lights onto the island this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it is tranquil. You get out there, and, and all of those lights, they are lit up, and the little kids are out skating and, and going around on their little um, sleighs and things of that nature. And families, I've gotten to know families from, um, oh, one of my old empl or, uh, employees was there, and then people from Elk Mound uh, stopped in they hadn't seen for years, and, and Elmwood and St. Croix Falls and Amory and from all over looking at the lights. So I think in the future, if we could help it to grow even bigger, um, 
you know, we're looking for more things to happen around Menominee. And, and I think in the future, if we could get some financing for cross-country skis and some snowshoes and next year kayaks and canoes and electric bikes and, and just propel it forward. I think it's a, it's a, a, what do they call it, a gem in the rough or a diamond in the rough? Diamond, yeah. Diamond in the rough. And, you know, it was kind of neglected over the years, and we cleaned up the island and got <coughs> the dredging done. And so now the lights and the warming house is, is up and running, the old yeah. bait shop. And kids and, and families are just coming down and having a, a great time. And uh, the interesting thing is um, <laughs> we might have to build a bigger parking lot because it, a lot of people are coming down there, and the parking lot's full, and they're parking along the edge of the road. Last week we had a, a little community invite and uh we had um Menominee transportation house bus line I came saw down that that was yes, amazing gave us a little bus to transport people from the uh, boat landing parking lot yes. over to the bay and we went through 300 hot dogs and 500 cup uh, serving uh, kettles of uh, hot chocolate thank you swiss miss for the hot chocolate donations and the city of Menominee for the hot dogs and and house for the bus and we had a great turnout, a ribbon cutting, and it was just fun. It was a beautiful evening. The interesting thing is if we took all of those lights that we have at Wolski's Bay and put them in a big park like Wakanda, it wouldn't seem like anything. But because there's a walking loop around inside the park. It's and we've laid got a, out so nicely. Yeah, it is. It yeah. really works and good. And so <clears> then <throat> we've got a skating rink all the way around the island now. So, so um, and so much thanks to goes out to Jeff Peterson. He's been so much help. Jeff Peterson is an amazing carpenter oh. and he's a, a he's community he, um, And nobody, person. he just volunteers his time yeah. and doesn't get credit for it. Yep. Um, so yes, he is. He's done an amazing job down at both Wolski's Bay and and uh, and out at Monoman uh, Park. He does the ski trails, and over at uh, Winter Wonderland, he helps out there. So, but he's a great guy. He volunteers his time a lot, and just a, a big thanks to to Jeff Peterson and Nicole Keck and and the others too that uh, volunteer down there. Now, mm -hmm. City Hall is kind of bracing uh -oh. for you big don't, turnovers. Don't scare me. I like to scare you. Yeah, I know you do. You, <laughs> um, you are good at that. So you've contracted with a company mm -hmm. to help you um, recruit someone for the city engineer position and for the city manager position. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand in looking at the minutes or listening to the minutes, you did hire a city engineer mm -hmm. to replace Randy Idy. Right. And he is, do you want to announce it? Randy Idy is retiring, and our new public works director is Dave Schofield. And he's going to be amazing and, and great to, to work with in the future. Um, our next hire, of course, uh, Lowell Prangy, after 34 years, is retiring also. So that they're both uh, big shoes to fill. And uh, so, yeah, we've got our hands full. And uh, it's probably, I'm probably... Um, Fortunate to be still in the mayor's uh, position to help with those uh, leadership role, um, at least filling the gaps. Mm -hmm. uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, big big shoes to fill, but, uh, you know, we're moving forward. Congratulations yeah. to Randy Idy and Lowell Prangy for their retirement. Yes, and I'm really, congratulations to Mr. Schofield. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I knew uh, the Schofield family for years. Uh, mm -hmm. Ken Schofield was their city attorney, amazing man. And Nancy Schofield, his wife, amazing. In fact, I had her for a teacher for a while, and I don't know if I did that great in her class, but she was amazing. Uh, you know, and the family, um, you know, just their their roots are in Menominee. Yes. So it's it's nice to be able to hire somebody that, that cares about Menominee, and I think Dave will do a great job yeah, for our I city. Yeah, I do too. Lots of experience. Well, Randy, I have to thank you for being here and... 
living through this with <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> right. I was afraid of that. Well, I was, usually it's all good, but when you say bad and the ugly, well, I'll tell you what is really good, though, not only from Nominee, but go Packers go, right? I suppose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a Packer fan, and uh, and I'm a Wisconsin Badgers fan, and UW Stout oh, fan. Oh, Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. UW Stout, yeah. UW Stout yep. and, uh, you know, the uh, Menominee High School teams, you know, they're doing a great job, and yeah, we really have a great you thing know, going on. You know, the girls' basketball oh, my goodness. team They're so year. fun. Oh, Didn't my gosh. Didn't they go to state? Yes, they did. I Well, and I'm not sure. I know, Ashley I, I don't Quilling. Follow, yes, yes. I don't follow <laughs> as close as I should, but I know that our sports in Menominee and our school systems are, you know, Joe Zadowski's done a great job at the Menominee School as an administrator's administrator and uh, chancellor at Stout is doing a great job. Um, you know, if you look at the, what we have to offer here in Menominee, Wisconsin, once people it's, come and see what we've got, they're it's impressed. It's amazing. It is. Menominee it is. is doing so good in the communities yep. around us. And people are friendly, supportive, mm -hmm. and they want forward movement. They want progressive things So to what happen. are your goals this coming year? What are you going to do that's going to beat 2022? <laughs> well, a uh, couple of things. Uh, number one is uh, I'm going to work on this tiny home, or not tiny home, small home village. Small home. Yep. We'd like to put people into houses for sixty dollars to $80,000, and I'm working through those hoops now. Um, I would like to figure out a place for a campground someplace sometime in the near future. I'll continue with our lake projects. I'd like to see more dredging done up in the Shatek area and clean up that whole um, whole river area. That is key. Yeah, it is. Um, and then just make it through another year and hopefully have uh, some of the similar successes that we've had in the past. So, Good. you know, I just really want to thank everybody for, for being positive and um, hanging in there with me. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, you say, well, you know, it might not be the best idea, but let's figure it out. Let's work through it. Maybe more ideas will come to the surface. So with that being said, I just really appreciate everybody from, an, you know, the Menominee area and the Menominee General um, you know, the population, the people here are, are great people. Uh, we've got great leadership in all the areas. And I'll tell you what else is really cool is Scott having these podcasts out here at your cabin. I know. Oh, I know. my gosh. He Amazing. <laughs> so way good, you guys. Um, you know, appreciate you having me on this morning, Emily. Thanks, Scott, for being here and, and doing all the IT stuff. And uh, I look forward to a great year in 2023. I do, too. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Emily.